Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Hi everybody, it's Jamie. Uh, We have the wonderful Jordan Harbinger on the show today. Uh, We are talking all about the dad's view of parenting. Um, He had a newborn recently during quarantine and kind of how dad's roles have changed, um, our expectations of them and what that means. It's a really great episode and we can't wait for you to listen to it. Um, But before that, I want to talk to you about beta because it's that time, you guys, buying gifts for the people in your life I don't know about you, but it just, for me, gets harder and harder. I've actually caught myself wandering random aisles in the last couple of years trying to figure out what to get people, especially my husband. So this year, I'm so glad to have found Beta. It is a store that has everything for everyone, and you shouldn't need a gift receipt. Beta prides itself on finding new products you can't find anywhere else. Else, from e-bikes and scooters to accessories to make your home office more fun to kitchen gadgets to help you, you prepare amazing meals. They also have beauty and lifestyle lines. You can shop for everyone on your list. And this year, I am going to be the greatest of all time in gift giving, and you can be too. Just use the code Mama Said in store or online for $20 off just about anything. Find Beta online at beta.com. That's B. 8ta.com or at one of their two dozen stores in cities like New York, San Francisco, Chicago, and Boston. Again, that's code Mama Said to get $20 off just about anything. Get it online at beta.com or in store. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said. And thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hi, everybody. I'm Jamie. Hi, I'm Jenna. From her car. From my car because I lost power at my house. Ah, well, welcome to another episode of Mama Sad, and let's get right into it, John. What's your win fails? <laughs> Mommy win. <laughs> Mommy fail. Uh, besides sitting in my car um, for hours on end to work, um, let's see. I, I, um, I feel like it's you know. I feel like these days and weeks and months are just one big jumbled up. Like any, I, does it feel like it, it doesn't feel like anything's new. Does that feel the same to you? Kind of like, I know you're doing exciting things and that actually might, you know, make it a little bit different for you. But for me, I literally don't know the day, the time. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. I feel tomorrow. like Groundhog's Day, I'm sure. Groundhog's Day, but it's like actually scary. Last night I had to ask Neil if it was Sunday. I mean, if it was Monday or Tuesday and he was laughing at me. I was like, I actually do not know if today's Monday or Tuesday. And I, my heart started beating really fast because I got freaked out. And I was like, I don't know, Neil. I don't remember. And it really freaked me out. Um, so I just feel like um, I'm in a bit of um a bit of a funk. Um, I feel like I, you know, I haven't seen my friends in a long time. The COVID is getting worse. It's scary. 
Um, yeah. You know, so, so all of that is going on. And I just feel like the kid's bedtime is getting screwy and fucked up. You guys up have to-, to head to Jenna's Instagram. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. I mean, I was literally so Daisy took a nap at school. And that's whenever she does that, it's like the worst. Um, she's been she's so used her body's so used to not napping. So then she'll go to bed at like 630 or seven and sleep through the night. But she napped yesterday and then she didn't go to uh, she didn't go to sleep till 11 p.m. Oh. And I'm with my wine glass, like stroking her. And I didn't know what to do. I mean, Neil was laying in there. I was laying in there. Daisy was crying. Daisy changed her pajamas 14,000 times. This poor girl. Um, but that's just like a recap on the last, you know, 10 hours of my life. But um, but I would say one win, one big win that I that I have is, um, and it's a personal one. It doesn't really have anything to do with my kids. Doesn't but because a lot of people always write to me about my health anxiety and I feel like a lot of people have this and I like had, I thought I was, a, I didn't think I was alone, but I didn't realize how many people were scared of cancer and scared of diseases and scared of death. Um, I was spiraling like a month ago. Um, my, I guess when uh, it's breast cancer awareness month and this has happened to me before I start to go into a downward spiral because Mm. I'm like, do I have breast cancer and my mammograms coming up? So it was slowly happening and I was slowly spiraling and I was starting to feel things and check things and I shut it down. I was able to shut it down and I went from like being in complete fear and anxiety to, I talked to my therapist and like right after that, I shut it down and I've been so much better ever since. And I just like kept telling myself, like, you are creating this in your head, you know, don't. And it just made my life so much better and made my life with my husband, my kids. I wasn't just thinking about that all day long. And somehow, some way I was just able to shut down my fears in my body and carry on with my day. So it's been like a month of not living and waking up in total fear about that. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. That's By the way, my mammogram was, is tomorrow and it, they just canceled it. So there you go. Oh. Anyway. Well, I'm, I'm really proud of you. I know that that's not easy to do. And that's breaking um, a cycle and a thought pattern that was like very deep rooted in you. And you've been dealing yeah. with for a really long time. And that is no easy feat. And that is not easy to do. And I'm really, really proud of you. Thank you, JJ. Um, I need to hear about your life right now because yes, is it exciting? You'll tell me. It is. I am on cloud nine, you guys. I um, am wrapping up filming my pilot, which I pray you guys will get to see one day. It's um, a new show for ABC and it is literally a dream come true for me. It is. And you guys have been listening and going through with me all the ups and downs of me wanting to quit and what should I do? And like, I'm just feel like I've been given the greatest gift. I'm working with the best people and um, like on and off screen. And I'm just having the time of my life. I have three days left and I'm so sad it's almost over, but I pray that it's going to be something that will continue for many years. And um, it's just been a real win for me because um it has just given me a lot. It's just given me um, 
a great sense of self, I think, especially after this year. And we all felt like we were drowning. And um, I by no means want to feel like I'm not recognizing people's struggles. But at the same time, I think we all need to celebrate wins because I only hope that I can inspire other people that they're going to have wins too, you know, and it's just been a great ride. And I'm so grateful. Um, I'm almost hesitant to share a fail, but I did have a fail this morning. Um, I, I just kind of lost it on my kids and like a smoothie spilled everywhere, like all over a rug and everything. And it's one I had been like asking them to drink forever. Cause I had the elves bring them a present today. Cause I was feeling guilty that I'm away from work. So I wanted to give them a present and it was bad. And when I, when I just saw Bo, I picked, he had three hours of school today. He got to go to school for three hours. Oh, wow. so happy. Um, and I picked him up. I apologized and he was like, yeah, I it really kind of scared me how upset you got this morning. And I was like, you're absolutely right to feel that way. And it was not right of me. And he thanked me for apologizing. But with all that said, I texted my husband because I'm sure a lot of you feel this because he works from home. I think like all like time of when you work has like gone away. I think people just assume everyone's reachable at all hours. And I just... I'm not cool with that sometimes because I'm like, no, at 630 in the morning, you should be here with me. Like put the, so I said to him, I was like, listen, I get easily overwhelmed. It's a flaw. I get it. But from 630 to eight, when we're in that morning hustle, I can't be the one that's making lunches before I leave from work. Cause I only like the way I wake, make lunch. Yeah. Like, Make the breakfast, make the lunch, get them dressed, brush the teeth, then get my own self ready before I have to go to work. I can't, I cannot be the only one because I, I'm taking the blame. Like that was not cool how I lost my shit. But at the same time, it really would have helped if you just put your phone down for one hour. Yeah. Like those, because if you didn't have kids, you would have been sleeping. So like, don't tell me from, you know, six to seven 45, those emails can't wait. And I said, unless it's a meeting, please give me that time. And he understood. So I think, you know, like that work from home, like you can stretch it out. But, you know, as parents, we need those hours of help. Yeah, the statistics are crazy. Like how much women are working overtime, (laughs) overtime. Yeah. I mean, you know, whether it's like 80 percent of people that quit their jobs are women. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. I heard a staggering. Oh my God. It was on Ryan Seacrest this morning. And I have to, I, it was the, I never listened to the radio really. And I was listening to kiss FM and I happened to stumble upon this segment of Ryan Seacrest. And there was an author of a book on, I have to get her name. And it made me cry. This woman, this mom on Ryan Seacrest, I think she's a host on it. Um, or she works on the radio, she started to cry because she said, I'm a working mom too, but, but I do everything. And she started crying. She was like, my husband thinks he does a lot, but, but, but he doesn't because the, I'm doing everything. And, and the kids just want me and the kids are young and, and they, everyone just wants me. They want mommy and then mommy and mommy. And she was like, I can't fucking take it anymore. And like Ryan Seacrest was like, I don't have kids and I, I'm not in a relationship and I don't know exactly how this feels, but holy shit, do I feel your pain? And does it, it makes me want to just do better and yeah, you know, and, and be better for when I do have children, when I'm a father, it was a really intense segment that I happened to stumble upon anyway. Yeah. You guys, it's real. I mean, 
it's I can't believe we're still here <laughs> like doing this, in, you know, going on a year. But at the same time, um, if we can offer you just like a kudos, we see you, we feel you, we've been in it with you. Um, I don't know when it's going to end. I wish I could say hang in there. I mean, what, are, <laughs> what else is there to say? It will end when there's a vaccine that works, right? I guess. I'm not sure. Well, we have a wonderful guest and a wonderful show that Jenna and I got to record a little bit ago, but we're finally putting it out with Jordan, Har- Jordan Harbinger because he's talking about the dad ends of things, which is kind of interesting coming off of this win-fail conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking about how dad roles have changed and how dads are stepping up and what society expects of them, what we expect of them, and what they expect of us. Um, so please enjoy the show. And again, we love you. We're thinking of you. Um, and if you need a good elf on the shelf, um, Jenna C. Paris on Instagram is the place to go. Yeah, you guys follow me. I need to get to 10K followers so I can do a swipe up for this show. That's the only reason. So follow me. If all you want for already. Christmas. It's all I want for Christmas and Hanukkah, y'all. 10K. We'll yep. see you in a, in a little. Oh, I love this time of year because of all the food, not just the presents, the food. And let's talk about those holiday roasts you will be doing. We all have messed them up, continue to mess them up. And guess what? I have the perfect cooking tool for you so you don't mess any meals up and they will be able to tell the turkey's even dry, even if it's over a Zoom call. It's Meter. Meter is this sleek Bluetooth meat thermometer that keeps an eye on your food for you and lets you know when it's ready to eat. How amazing. The probe with two temperature sensors, along with the Meter app, will give you a countdown on your phone so you know how much time you have to prep your sides before it's time to take the meat out of the oven or the grill. To me, that's the hardest part. So it's super simple, super easy, amazing results. Sit back and have a glass of wine while you watch your meat cook. So get 15% off with code MAMA at M-E-A-T-E-R dot com. Again, 15% off when you use code MAMA at meter dot com. Let Meter help make your holiday meals absolutely perfect. Carving out me time has been harder but more important than ever. From never-ending video conferences and virtual learning, working from home, we have all been under a lot of of pressure. Jen and I have gotten real with you guys about our own struggles this year, and we feel you on yours. So let's get together and do some head and shoulders. They have a supreme collection that is free from parabens, phosphates, dyes. They have leave-in treatments, hair masks for extra nourishment, regular scalp care, scalp the skin. They have ingredients that are naturally derived from skincare-inspired ingredients. You can care for your scalp as regularly as you care for your hair because a healthy scalp is a foundation for strong and beautiful hair. They have serums to a whole line from nourishing to detoxifying to scalp moisturizing you name it. So check out their Supreme Collection, which restores the skin's natural healthy balance to unlock the best version of your hair and scalp from head and shoulders. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Our guest today um, is a Wall Street lawyer turned podcast interviewer who has such a knack for his hosting skills. Some have called him the Larry King of podcasting. With over, get this, 6 million downloads a month and guests that have ranged from Kobe Bryant, Tony Hawk, Cesar Milan, to most recently Robert Whitman, former senior investigator of FBI's National 
art crime team. He has a genuine passion of learning about people. And the Jordan Harbinger show was rated a part of Apple's best in 2018. But above all that, he is joining us mamas here today because this past year, he just became a dad and we can't wait to talk to him all about it. So please welcome to the show, Jordan Harbinger. Applause track. Woohoo! Yes. <laughs> there we go. That was good. From us. It's so nice to have a guy on. I, it is. I love it. Is it usually just moms? I mean, that might be a dumb question because it's called Mama Said, but I'm just curious. Not just moms, but primarily women. Yes, yes I would say. Because, you know, we're talking about things that obviously men can't really reflect on, like breastfeeding and things like that. But what we've come to learn, I think and it's, I think it surprises our parents' generation of how involved men are now. Yeah. Yeah, like my... Oh, sorry. I, I don't oh, mean to okay. cut you off. My, no, my wife is always like, you know, you could do this and you could do more of that and do more of this. And then when older people hear about it, they're like, what? He's yeah. in there doing that and yes. also doing this? And I'm like, yeah, see, Jen? And my wife's <laughs> name is also Jen. And and she's oh, like, my. yeah, I don't care. That doesn't get you off the hook. Just because your dad, like, used a chainsaw to split wood while your mom was doing household <laughs> stuff doesn't mean that you, like, don't have to come in and do bath time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, times they have changed. And you yes. have a son, Jaden. Yeah, yeah. And how old is he? He's uh, 14 months. I almost said one, but you can't really do that with kids this young, right? right. Like every month counts. So. I, know, you dropped the, I dropped the months, yeah. I think, around... I dropped the months right before he turned two, I think. Oh, that I did sense. it like when he... No, I think I did it after he turned one and after she turned one. I was just like, I can't count anymore because I literally had no memory or brain. So I was just like, they're one, they're one and a half, two, two and a half. Yeah. So he's one-ish. Yeah. But I do nice. see online people being like, oh, he's 16 and a half months. And I'm like, is oh, there a no. stone there that I'm waiting for? Or is it just like one plus? Yeah, it, it kind of is. I think, I think the counting comes from, and I was actually talking to a girlfriend about this, of what I really appreciate. One of the things I love most, and maybe you can talk about this too, Jordan, is when you first have the baby, you really do go from day to day, like they're two days, three days. Okay, then they're a week and you go one week, they're two yeah. weeks. And then you start going months because that's how you're living. Like for <laughs> yeah. the first, you're literally living, day, like totally. we made it another day. We've survived another, we've made it a week. You know, we've we made it to be alive week. for another day. Yes. So I would love to hear from you um, how that experience was. Was it was it shot? Was there anything surprising to you? Um, yeah, I mean, what was? I, I think every parent's like, yes, but you don't even real. You guys know this. Before you have kids, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of things I'm going to learn. And then when you have the kid, you're like, what? All of this is new. We yeah. did a home birth. I don't know if that's something that oh, you guys. Neither have. of us have done. Okay, so uh, that's a whole thing i don't know if that's something y'all want to hear about but uh, sure. it's like yeah it that was exciting and i honestly like it's only i'll caveat it with this i'm not a like a hippie at all i i'm like i'm very science-based the whole jordan harbinger show is like science and like really you know hardcore education show whatever and so i was when i heard about home births i was like what idiots are doing that <laughs> and then the more i learned the more i was like oh actually if you have a a low risk pregnancy, like everything's on schedule, your baby's not upside down or whatever with cords wrapped everywhere. 
it's pretty safe. And not only is it pretty safe, it's actually safer in some respects. It's cleaner. You just have to be close to a hospital because you just never know what's going to happen. So you have to be sensible about it. We didn't do it for sort of like hippie reasons. It was purely, not there's anything wrong with that. It was purely comfort-based because everybody that we knew at a hospital birth recently was like, it was okay, except, you know, there's people prodding you and the nurses coming in and doing this and it's, it's okay. You're in a hospital. And everybody that we knew who did a home birth, who wasn't totally just like a kind of flower childy, like Zen, everything's meant to be, it'll happen the way, blah, blah, blah. Like people who we thought were like science-based, they were still like, no, it's comfortable because you don't realize, like everyone thinks from the movies, you're like, I'm in labor. And they like rush you on this gurney and they're like speeding to the hospital. It's not like that for moms. And you all know this. It's like, hmm, stomach hurts. I'm going to take a nap. 16 hours later, you're like, (laughs) okay. Except for my second birth. Oh, really? Second birth. It was like, get me to the hospital. I almost had her in the car. So yeah. Okay. So that does happen. (laughs) (laughs) So for, for my wife, Jen, it was like, hey, I, I'm supposed to be due today, but it's probably not going to happen on the day. I mean, what are the odds going to happen on the day? Sure. And then we're like, well, I don't know. I mean, they're pretty good at this by now, but it's going to be, it doesn't have to be on the day, right? So then earlier in the day, she's like, I want hot wings. I'm like, great. So we go get hot wings. <laughs> she comes home. She's like, I'm, I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap. I go, yeah, that's good. She goes, you know, also there's like some sort of stomachy stuff going on. Could be the wings. Then again, I have a baby in there. Let me just take a nap because they said get as much sleep as you can before you go into labor and it's the right. last day. She wakes up at nine. She's like, I'm pretty sure this is what's up right now. I think this is going to happen. So we call our like doula and our midwife, which are for those people who don't know, like people who help you do home births and yeah. two different jobs. The midwife is like the birthing nurse and the doula is like somebody for- that you pay to do all kinds of other probably. <laughs> for the mama. Stuff. Yeah, for the mama stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Good. Um, and we had this like tub that like is an inflatable indoor pool, but it's for birthing and it's filled up and I filled it up with hot water and it was like this big to do. And I was like, this is great. I did this whole thing. I feel so proud of myself. It was like a whole lot of work to get this tub set up, to get it filled with the perfect temperature of water. My wife puts her leg in there and goes, this is way too warm. Gets out, never goes in it again. No. (laughs) Oh my God. Do it in the water. Never goes in it again. And so of course, the next question is- I hope someone enjoyed it. Where did she have the baby? So she goes into the bathroom and we have a shower back here and we have sinks like a Jack and Jilly type situation where there's yeah. like two sinks. And she's like, she, I'm like, do you want to lay down? I mean, we have all these mats. We have these like different mattresses and like blankets and like all this waterproof stuff and all this blah, blah, blah. We have the pool. I could change the water temperature, all this. She goes, nah, I'm good. Standing up, holding onto the sink, gives birth standing in the bathroom. Wow. What? Yeah. Were you just in awe of her? Yes, it was like some little house on the prairie type stuff. I thought I was like, who does this? Was your doula and um, the midwife there? They were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like they did it as soon as the bathtub was filled and they were like driving over. They were here like massaging her, like the the doula was. The midwife was like, okay, you know, he, you know, this is going on, that's going on. How far apart are your contractions? There's like an app that times them uh, yeah. for home births and stuff because there's no, it's just easier if you do it yourself because you're feeling them. And, you know, it's like, she'd be like, push the button. I'll be like, ding, contraction, ding, contraction. So then she's like, I don't know how much more of this I can do, you know, because she's pushing. So I'm backed yes. up a little bit. She's still giving birth, right? In this part of the story. So she's like pushing, pushing, pushing. And she's like, I just don't, this, you've no idea how much this hurts. It's like the worst thing I can't do anymore. And I was like, 
well, I don't know what to tell you. I, I mean, there's no kind of like, there's no like cancel this button that I can push, you know, like there's a baby that's hopefully coming out in the next few minutes. And then the midwife looks down and goes, Hey, Jordan, you want to take a look at this? And we have this like shaving mirror that I use in the, in the shower. Yeah. So I grab the mirror and she puts it underneath and we go, Jen, you want to take a look? And, and she's like, you don't have that much more to go. And basically you can see like a head of hair, no head of hair. A head of yes, hair, yes, head of yes, hair. yes. And I'm like, oh, well, he's, you know, he's going to come out slowly. And then they're like, get ready to catch him. I'm like, okay. And the, the midwife is ready too. And they're like, Jen, push and push, 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 nothing, push, 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 nothing. And I'm like, he's not going to, I mean, this is a big baby. His head is, you know, it's yeah. like this big. If you're watching this video, it's like, you know, it's, it's like a softball, right? Yes. It's like a, or yeah. a slightly smaller, maybe. I don't know. And then he shot out of there like a freaking cannon. <laughs> and, wow. and Did you catch the, him? The midwife, she caught him, which is lucky. I mean, she could, this is like some NFL type situation because he was <laughs> slippery, slippery. Yeah. yeah. Slippery coming in upside down because, you know, head first, uh, and on but she's standing. And, right? What's that? And what? And on bathroom. Like, that's right. What did you line the bathroom tile with? Like, was oh it, like, yeah, no, cushions? we had like towels and stuff like galore, you know, um, Still, mats like and stuff. Yeah. but it's, it's like, even if it was really soft mats, which it was in towels, you don't want your newborn baby to like come crashing a foot and a half or whatever course, down onto the of floor. Of course. So we were all like, oh, world. like, it was like a Fabergé egg situation, you know, in the movie where the egg is falling and like everyone's diving. Yes. It was yes. like that, except obviously more valuable because it was my son. But <laughs> it was cra- And then finally, like after that, I'm like, oh, okay. And she's like, oh, good. I'm kind of done. And we're like, well, yeah, but there's stuff that's also in there and then you know there's yeah. placenta and everything this is cool yeah. sh- cool for the show right this is what the show's oh. about kind of oh my uh, god okay. you're, you're, i mean like, you've got you you've got an audience that's like yep okay yep, i'm just yep. making you're sure you're not freaking anyone out ever, <laughs> not, people aren't like i did not sign up for this okay I so don't think we have any single ladies listening to mama's probably and if they not. are shout out girls what's up <laughs> yeah and it, like a, probably not a ton of dudes who are like grossed out by birth stories if so wrong wrong show <laughs> wrong, wrong, pod, wrong yeah. day wrong show so, so um then the placenta and everything comes out and the cord, you know what was really surprising? The umbilical cord is not soft. It is hard. It is like Tough. cutting yeah. garden hose with scissors. It is yeah. not like this little tiny little skin tube. That thing is is really tough. Um, and it's it would be like an extra thick, this is kind of weird, but like an extra thick like iPhone cable. Like a, yes. And you're like cutting it uh-huh. and it's just kind of not going. And you're like going, 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 and finally you get it. And it was cool because I got to like clamp it and cut it and do yeah. all that stuff. And it was it was really neat uh, as a guy to do that. And I think as a couple to do that, because usually, as far as I understand it, and this is my only kid, so I'm not really sure. I don't have a comparison, but you're kind of like sitting in the OR or standing or whatever in the birthing room. You probably can't see a whole lot because there's doctors and nurses yeah. everywhere. And then like everything's sterile. And it's also kind of not comfortable because it's not your house and they're also like okay you gave birth get out of here like we got more people coming in we gotta clean this up um this was like straight to the bed which was five and a half feet you know eight feet away and they're like okay just go to sleep and the midwife and the doula like clean up everything take everything deflate the pool drain everything make you like this little hippie snack thing and then like they're gone (laughs) and it's 4 a.m this he was born at 11.52, something, or 42, I got to double check, something like that, the day of his birthday that w- w- they had scheduled. Crazy. So if he'd been 20 minutes later, we, he would have been off oh, by a day. Yeah. 
So it was right on time. I mean, it was like, you know, right on time. And it was cool. It was really neat to be there. And then we kind of like didn't really leave that room for a pretty long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Like a few days. And then my wife is Asian. She's Taiwanese. uh, She's American, you know, but like their tradition is, is this. So you have to hire this auntie, which is not really an aunt, but like an older lady. And then she comes and stays with you for a month. Yes. And I want an auntie now. <laughs> you need it. It's we call amazing. Them baby nurses in LA, I guess. Baby nurse. Yes. It's like a night nurse. You can do the night nurse thing, but my wife was like, hell no, I'm not giving her to this like stranger or jaded to this like stranger. I, get that. I totally get that. So this woman, what she did was she makes food and Chinese has these like they call them hot foods. They're not actually hot, but they're yeah. like I, it's kind of like yin yang type stuff. Like you can't eat this because it gives bad luck, but this food makes you warm your body. So you have to eat like these fermented foods oh, and all I these things that. that help you heal. I and love it's breakfast, it. lunch, and dinner. So I was in heaven because I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, what do you like? She was making me stuff. Oh, and my wife was like, cool. Why is she making you all your favorite yeah. food? Um, and then like she kind of cleans up. And then anytime the baby cries during the day, she will comfort the baby. And then normally I think also at night, but my wife was like, like I said, my wife was like, hell no. So she just kind of like yeah. slept in our guest room and yeah. was there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, was thank awesome. you for sharing that story with us. That's I, I, I love hearing people's birth stories. I think that they're always special and they're always unique and they're always magical and it never gets old. How cool it is. And yeah. I- and Jay, I also love hearing it at, from a dad's perspective. Yeah. We didn't really hear that. It was so fun to, to hear you describe everything. It's very different from how females and the moms describe it. And it's just so honest and pure the way you describe it. you're very it. present. I appreciate how present oh, yeah. you are during everything. Because w- my husband will tell you that he remembers nothing because really? he paid attention to nothing because he was so fucking nervous both times. Oh, I get that. And he literally just stared at me or the wall and didn't cut the cord either time. Two of my best friends separately each time cut it. I had all my girlfriends holding my legs the whole time. Like he's was a mess. He was oh, there, guy. but not present. Yeah. I mean, I say poor guy, but obviously poor you, but also he, to <laughs> be matter to me. <laughs> like looking, looking at it now, I think if you're so nervous that you can't do anything during the birth, I actually kind of feel bad for you because it yeah. must be paralyzing because you're really excited. Of course. So yeah. If you're frozen also with anxiety, it's overwhelming your excitement. And since the excitement level is so high, your anxiety level must have been like, he must have been yeah. really, really kind of miserable. Not as miserable as you giving birth, but I like, I feel bad. The dads I don't feel bad for are the ones that are like, I'll be in the waiting room. And I'm like, cool, oh. have fun in 1874 or whatever year you're living in. Like, yeah. you know, that, I, that I don't get. I don't, I don't know those dads. I don't think, and I, I don't think, yeah, I think there's so few now. And, yeah. and I think that that's, it's really cool to see how much times are a change in. Yeah. Um, I, but I, I also, feel like those are the dads that have, they have sex through like a sheet. They're like some sort of, you know, oh, yeah. the, they're those well, people. They're not, the, they're not normal people. There's some of those around. Yeah. I'm going to try that tonight. Do it. Yeah, Jenna. Cut, yeah. You need to get crafty. You, spice you it cut up those. <laughs> what, what religion is it that does that? Is it like Judaism. Orthodox Jew, right? Orthodox Jews yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And not yeah. all of them, but like a lot of them, right. they like cut the hole in the sheet. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh yeah. That's about as miserable as you can get with the whole thing. They get, yeah. that's Strictly they business. Yeah. yeah. All right, mamas. I want to talk to you about OxyClean with odor blasters. 
So raise your hands if you have smelly socks around the house and musty towels and sweaty clothes and sweat stains and body odor. Yeah, I'm sure we're all raising our hand and you guys need to try OxyClean with Odor Blasters. It gets rid of the smells, the stank, the the greasy handprints, everything. I mean, look, it, the holidays are coming around and Truth be told, we are going to be cooking a heck of a lot more because things are closed up and we're at home and Hanukkah's coming up and we're going to be making latkes and Christmas is coming up and we're going to be baking cookies and all of that sounds amazing, but it gets dirty. So we want it to be clean. We want it to be special. We want our linens to be bright. We want our kitchen towels to look new. So for product information about odor blasters and stain solutions and offers, visit OxyClean.com. Jen and I want to tell you guys all about Elderberry Super Immune Soft Melts. All Child Life Essential Vitamins are non-GMO, they're gluten-free, no artificial colors, flavors, fillers, or sweeteners, allergen-free, and pediatrician-developed. Child Life Essential Elderberry Super Immune Soft Melts provide a unique combination of immune-boosting ingredients in each tasty tablet for optimal immune support. Yep, they're formulated with ingredients that are clinically proven to result in fewer missed school days. There's zero sugar and they won't stick to their teeth. And most importantly, they're kid approved with their delicious natural berry flavor. Exactly. And you guys, sick days are inevitable, but elderberry super immune soft melts may protect little ones and blossom their immune response. So get 10% off Child Life products on iHerb.com, US only. Expires 631 2021. Again, 10% off Child Life product on iHerb.com. Put Mama Said for the code. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Jordan, I wanted to talk to you about um, a recent Instagram post you had, and I'm going to paraphrase it, but I think it's really important because it's actually something that I didn't realize till way later in my, you know, years of being a parent. Um, and so I commend you for bringing this to light and talking about this. And again, I'm going to paraphrase it. Mm-hmm. It's um, so far I'm loving being a dad and it's tempting as to insert a whole bunch of cliches here about how it's not easy. I'm going to resist because by all accounts this is actually the easy part. After having a kid, a lot of things I thought were important to me have been reprioritized. I know this is common knowledge and happens to all of us when we pop out some offspring. But one thing I realize is it's also very important not to accidentally deprioritize yourself and your self-care. The battlefield of parenthood is littered with the souls of parents who meant well, but sacrificed themselves on the altar of their child and ended up a little or a lot bitter as a result. Mm. That's so true and was so me for such a long time. And it took a lot of um, work on myself and therapy and self-reflection and forgiveness to myself Mm -hmm. and everyone around me because a lot of times as mothers in particular, but I think especially now we're saying like the, you know, the climate is changing and how much dads are being involved. We can feel like we have to be martyrs for our kids. And that that's not the truth. And, you know, sometimes we learn the hard way that we are better parents when we service ourselves. So I want to thank you first and foremost for putting that out there. But I also want to hear about what that's been like for you. Yeah. You know, honestly, that post I think I wrote in part for mostly for my wife kind of, right? So for me, it's a little self-serving to be like, yeah, I got to take care of myself. You know, can't just turn into it's only being a dad now that I have a right. kid. Like I, I work a lot and we, I work from home. My wife works from, well, we all work from home now probably, but I've been working from home for 13, 14 years or something like that. And my wife works with me too in the same business. And so 
but my wife was like, and very understandably, I mean, I'm not judging at all, it, but she was like, oh, I can't work out anymore. I can't read anymore. I can't listen to my favorite podcast anymore. I can't mm-hmm. watch Netflix anymore because I just have to like be watching him all the time. And then she'd be up, but she'd still be like on her phone breastfeeding or like tr- he won't sleep. So she's on her phone, like trying to get him to go to sleep. Yeah. And I'm like, you're filling your time with like not quality stuff when you actually have time for a lot of the quality, maybe not the working out. That was a little trickier, but like the, you have time to like watch things and read things. But right. she felt like her time was in these little bites and it was, yeah. but I think there was a part of her <clears throat> and I'm still not sure if she's like totally realizing this, but there was a part of, it was pretty clear to me from the outside looking in that there was a part of her that was like, I can't just enjoy anything because that would make me like a bad mom when he yeah. can't sleep and he's crying and he's teething or, you know, we still don't even know. Like he was colicky, which is to yeah, me like- so hard one of those 18th century yeah, terms where they're like, oh, he has some kind of weird thing we don't understand. Right. So we'll call it colic. And it's one of 27 yeah. different things, like stomach right. problems or something. So like when he was feeling bad, she would be like, I have to make myself miserable because he's mm-hmm. also miserable. Yes. But I'm like, Jen, he can go to sleep at, at 9 a.m. for 20 minutes and then do that 14 times throughout the day. You can't do that. So you have to like go to sleep when he's sleeping. You can't it's just like stare at Instagram. You. It's easier for yeah. you to say like it, it, it was debilitating and still is debilitating for me when my kids don't feel good. I know. To yeah. look like find the light in that or like there's no silver lining for me when like my, my kids are born and, and they're not feeling well. Like I just, I, I might never understand that I, I may never tackle that. I just feel like it is what it is. And and it just comes from like extreme love. And I feel yeah. like as the kid gets older, the mom will find a way to service herself. That sounds really weird. Yeah, um, I got you though. Or that. Or that. Um, yeah. Find a way to, you know, give herself more self-love and do that. But like, I feel like in the beginning, it, it is what it is. And it's easier for you to say, but like for totally, me, no yeah. one could tell me just like, Jenna, you got to be easy on yourself. Like your kid's okay. It just, nothing worked. Yeah, That's what makes you a good mom. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, but also I was going to say, and it is what makes you a good mom. And I agree. And, but I also, when you're talking about kind of like prioritizing like the things that she actually misses during those times, like there's also this kind of really messed up, stage and Jenna knows it because she was the one I was like texting like when you're in kind of the sleep deprivation (laughs) new mom like darkness because there is there's there's a lot of light and euphoria but there's a lot of heaviness and darkness and and a morning of of, of, a you that is no longer but also a rebirth of who you now are and it's all these big life-changing things but you kind of like I found myself always going to my phone for those quick snippets of time because Mm -hmm. It was like my way of connecting to like the outside world, but it was also, it was, it was also kind of a negative because it was like seeing what I was missing, which would feed into the darkness. Sometimes when you're in that stage, like you just kind of want to feed the monster, which is terrible, but it, it, it is, it is a moment in time and it does pass, but it's something I think that women really, um, deeply understand be and and just and you have to kind of that's one of the things i was saying like to have forgiveness for because 
Mm-hmm. It it takes it takes a minute. I would say it took me almost a full year to find a like almost schedule time for me, and it, it felt like work for a minute. Where I was like, okay, I'm gonna I am going to do my meditation and I'm gonna do my workout in this hour. Mm. And sometimes I would always make sure it was when he naps, so I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything. But then I started doing it when he wasn't napping, and I would have help because it shifted my psyche of realizing that I was important too. Mm -hmm. And it was almost like this whole shift in my family happened when I started doing that because even my older son and my husband were like, oh, okay, mommy's feelings matter. She's prioritizing herself. (laughs) We're going to prioritize. And my husband also saw too that when I would get that time, he got a better wife. Mm. He got, you know, a much more, you know, willing partner for, for all of the things because, you know, letting me shower by myself uninterrupted with people running in screaming for snacks and whatever, <laughs> like it, it, it's every, it's everything to a woman to give her that time. And, but it, it takes, it's, it's baby steps to get there. That makes sense. I just want to be clear. I'm not trying to like say that like, Hey, you should do this. Cause no, guy, you're not you- at all. Oh my no, God, I, would, I appreciate your posts because I think it's a, it's an important thing to recognize. That's why I'm saying I recognized it way too late. Like my son was like four or five. Or oh, nine. wow. That is pretty late. Yeah. That's a long time of like not showering alone or whatever. <laughs> no, and that's a, that's a lot of resentment and that's a lot of stuff that gets built up and, it, and it's a lot of mending and relationships, you know, with, with myself and with, with my you family. Know, you know, every almost, I, I would say every morning when my husband and I wake up and my husband goes to shower first thing in the morning and it's his routine, I am, I, I resent him almost every single morning. I look at him and I don't say anything, but like, I'm just thinking about this now. When he's in the shower, I'm like, you lucky a-hole that you yeah. get to shower every single morning. And there's no one asking you not to. There's no one bothering you either. This is what you do every day. And I, I still can't imagine myself doing something like that. Like I'm lucky if I shower once a day and I'm lucky if I shower at a normal time. If I shower at 11 PM, that's like, you know, when I do it, but there is like a lot of resentment that I, that I hold from my husband, from him doing really normal things like showering um, because it's so maybe, so hard for so maybe Jordan as a man, what, how could Jenna approach Neil yeah, in like was, finding that time for her? I was just thinking about that. Like in the morning, I'm trying to go through like my own day here and see I, we are by no means any sort of perfectly balanced couple here. That's for sure. And the more I hear from you, the more I'm like, Oh, I could probably like do more. Um, in the morning when I wake up, my wife's usually like, they're still sleeping. They're like on a little bit of a later, I don't know. They sleep in a little because they don't sleep well at night. Like Mm -hmm. my kid still gets up like all the time, not up, up, but he like wakes up, screams, goes back to sleep like two minutes later. I don't know. We don't don't get it. We don't even know. Like he's teething and it's just like, that's what's up right now. We don't really know. And he's been always like that. So she's like, she'll wake up and be like, I'm so tired. So there's always a diaper in the morning. I always change that diaper. So she's like laying there kind of like slowly becoming more and more conscious, I guess. And like, <laughs> I changed the diaper. I, he like, my son likes to throw his dirty diaper in the diaper bin. That's like yeah. his thing. So we deal with that. And then I'll like 
put clothes on him or change out of his PJs or whatever in the morning. And it's just like, it's, it's not even 10 minutes, probably maybe 10 minutes, but I think she like really needs it. Cause other days I'll get up really early and I'm yeah. like, I'm just going to go downstairs, make coffee. And she'll text me and be like diaper now. And I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. She really just needs that time. It's not like yes. she can't change a diaper. She yes. does a lot of diapers. She just needs that like moment in the morning where she's just not on yet. Mm-hmm. And it I must totally be so helpful for her. And I love oh, that you yeah. do that. I love that too. I, I never thought it. of that as like a f- thing that was important. I thought she just was like, ugh, I don't want to change a diaper right now. Or like, no. I don't know. But now I'm like, oh, she just needs that like five minute, 10 minute, 15 minute thing. What you're giving to her is everything. Mm. Literally everything. I mean, that 10 moments, or 10 minutes, whether it's 10 minutes or like one hour, like it's life changing. Yes. Life That's changing. interesting. So That's interesting. Ben and I only really just learned that, and sorry to our listeners because I say this a hundred times, but during this quarantine in the beginning, because he has a job with a boss and he has, he has to be accountable and my work is much more flexible and we had both our kids at home and I'm homeschooling our older one. We have a really terrible two, two-year-old and all the shit and the cleaning and the cooking and the this and the that all day and all day. And then I have things for me that were literally left until 8 p.m. and they were both going to bed, I had to say to him at one point, like your time, even though you have a boss and a job, like your time is not more valuable than mine. It's interesting. We need to to figure out where I can get a break because I'm going to burn out. And he would, in his calendar, we scheduled once a day, a 45 minute meeting that I had that he would put in his work schedule where I could literally retreat to my room and put on Bravo or read a book or whatever the hell it was, but like that, it completely changed the game for us. And we didn't really have anything like that before because he would go to work and I had a nanny and the kids were at school and this and that. But in this quote unquote new normal now, like we've really had to fall into that. And I will say it's trans translated into the weekends um, because, you know, we both see the difference that it makes. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. I, I wonder, we have, we have it pretty good because we live 15, not even minutes away from my wife's parents oh. and they're here every, they're, they're, I think my mother-in-law is here right now. Uh, wow. My kid's in bed, but she like, grandpa comes over during the day, 8 a.m. I mean, 8 a.m. on the dot, half the time they're not even up yet. Oh. He, he is playing with the kid, walking around, hanging out, oh my pushing God. him around outside. Um, feeding him like little bits of watermelon or whatever. And then an auntie comes over this, we pay for the auntie comes over, but luckily it's a relative from noon to six, five days a week. And wow. Like teaching him how to count in Chinese or whatever and do all these other things. And then at night, that's how it always was done though. That's what I'm saying before. Like, I'm like, how did people, everyone goes, how did people raise kids? You know, back in the day, they had 14 freaking people living in the same house. So you didn't have to shower with a baby in one arm and like, you know, a kid knocking on the door for snacks. Cause you had grandma, the other grandma, you had a grandpa, you had three brothers. Like it was actually easier because more people cared about your kid. It wasn't a daycare with like pea stained mats where people were like, Oh, your kid's here. Hold on. Let me check the closet. Oh yeah. Here he is. That's what it's like now. No, the so only lucky. Per- nobody's winning a medal for doing it all. You know what I mean? I think exactly. it's, it's, it's such a, it's such a detriment to our society and to mothers. And like, I, I'm constantly asking for people to please just own up the help that you have. Don't make people mm-hmm. feel like you're able to do this alone. It's not fair. It's not right. It's unrealistic. And 
and even for I was I always say it to like moms that I know that are like social media influencers. I was like, you're 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 doing a disservice to your audience. Mm-hmm. Like, you being honest will actually grow your audience. Like mm-hmm. don't, like you want to be this like beautiful picture. I get it, but also be honest of like how you're able to yeah. where your kid is when you're taking it. That's a really interesting point. That's a, there's this whole industry of like manufactured imperfection where they're like, oh, I'm so disheveled right now. Look. And it's like makeup is done. Hair is done. But then there's like a piece of hair dangling in front of their face. And they're like, I'm so tired. Sponsored by Lizarine, Right. And it's it doesn't make any sense. And it's bad for it is bad for women. My mom. My had a great mom. Oh, she's still around. I don't want to give that impression. But yeah. I, and I still, so I still have a great mom. <laughs> but when I was growing up, my mom was like working full time, and had in like she was a public school teacher. So you guys are working full time, mm-hmm. but like she had to like get up at when did school start again? Seven thirty-five a.m. Yeah. So like six or so five early. or whatever. Like it was. Yeah. It wasn't closed. It was like far away. She had to get me to latchkey in the morning because it was like too early for me to even go to school by the time she had to leave. And my dad was obviously like, he was like gone by 6 a.m. and like home at 6 or 7. So she had to do that. But then she also had to figure out how to like make food and everything. So when my wife and I, whenever we're like, oh my God, this is so hard. How do we do this? Oh, we got to do this. We're so distracted. We're like, remember Mm -hmm. that our generation was raised by like two parents working full time out of the house. No like... Yes. Nanny people. We, like my parents could not afford that. That was like ridiculous. It was never going to happen. Yeah. And like to get eggs in the morning was like some shit I saw on television. Nobody had a, nobody. I thought maybe my friends did. I just didn't hear about it. I was lucky to get like cereal and maybe like accidentally put orange juice on it. Like my mom was just like trying to do 10 things but at once. they didn't once. feel guilty about it, right? No, I don't think they, so. I they don't think just, so. They, would, they knew that they were doing what they needed yeah. for their family yeah. and to they survive. Were, yeah. and, and like, I look, I think that we've definitely, we've, there's definitely things we've improved on from the prior generation. Mm-hmm. But what I wish we didn't have so much of is, is the guilt mm-hmm. in, this, in this generation. Because That's accumulated. I, I, I want to ask you, Jordan, because you talk to so many interesting people. Do you think that a lot of this guilt is coming just because we have too much information? We have that's, access. So I was going to ask you what you think, and I, that's my hypothesis on this, right? Like, is it because you can look on Instagram and it's like you have the Listerine-sponsored person eating a bowl of like freshly cut strawberry? The whole yeah. grain Cheerios on a bed with little posts and little like, is that why? Because my mom was probably like. I don't care what other parents are doing. I don't know what other parents are doing. I really don't. I'm just trying to get out of here alive without like killing you because you're being super annoying and then put you in the car and like have your dumb backpack with you and like a lunch in a bag. But now it was so, simple. It was so fucking simple back then. Yeah. Like, like, like now you're, you're on your phone while I'm going to the, your kids not me while your kids are going to the bathroom and you're like, Oh, that mom like made a costume for her kid and didn't yeah. buy one at Target for this stupid costume thing that I remembered at the last minute last night at ten and like. What do you mean? I was like a get. hobo, which is terrible. Like every a hobo, hobo. <laughs> she'd be like throwing me my dad's clothes with like dirt on my. Here's your old. Yeah, here's your dad's. You guys, old my clothes, mom was so. My mom was so lazy. She put me in my. I, we call them blanket sleepers, like footsie pajamas. And then she like put my hair in pigtails every single year with freckles. That was my costume every is year. Is that Pippi Longstocking or something? Whoa. Sure. Could be. I think I think it's that. I think it's it's the 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 more platform to like compare. But I also yeah. feel like 
And I tread lightly when I say this because I love an expert. I love an expert. But I also feel like there's a lot of, if you're doing this, that's not good. You should be doing it this way. And Mm. a lot of parenting is instinctual. And I think I'm wondering if you, well, your son's really young, but like you find that there's a lot of instinct to parent the way you were parented a lot of the time. And you can be conscious of what you didn't like and, you know, change things here and there totally. But sometimes I feel like I'll read things like, if you're doing this, that's wrong. If you're doing this. And then I just feel like I'm in this shit storm. Well, the mommy shaming thing is terrible. That's a real thing. I see that all the time and I'm not even looking for it. Cause I'm uh, like, if I'm a dude and I see, no, no. There's is that a thing? There probably no, is a thing. I don't know. No. I mean, maybe it's like, oh, you didn't take your kid shooting and to jujitsu. <laughs> like, you're he's going to be a wimp. I don't know. Maybe that comes later. I see mommy shaming, and I'm not even like in that orbit really. So I can imagine what it's like when you are on Instagram and you're looking at mommy stuff. That I mean, if if it's it's obviously unavoidable if I'm seeing it, right? Yeah, so yeah, I've de- I've developed a real thick stick skin to that because. I just rely more on like my mom tribe's opinions, mm. you know, like Jenna and a few of my other friends that I'll just run things being like, is that cool? Or is this okay? And they'll be like, yes, totally. And I, I think that's where it's been more help. I've just kind of fine tuned that, but I just you also feel- have a good social awareness of what you post and what you don't post. And a lot of people don't, but like, you know what I mean? Like you also have a good sense of like, what is a good honest post, what you should and what you shouldn't do. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Oh, well, maybe I'm pu- I'm conscious of how people would feel seeing my post. Yeah, I never want anyone to feel like it's not authentic. Right, I, right. I am. Hmm. What does the shaming mostly revolve around, or is it just anything? Like, is it like food, or like? Oh my what god, is it, it could be everything: food, products, clothing, choice in diapers, car seats, whether it's the harness is high enough or not. Um, <laughs> yeah, Amy, do you really get DMs about this? Like, I don't read, I don't read public DMs. You don't really? Wow, that's amazing. Not it's because you. I'm a snob, just because I don't. I there. I'm sure there's a lot of things I don't mm. see, and it's. I a while I am. Um, like Teflon to like mom shaming, I am still a very sensitive person. So, you know, there's, there's certain things that could, that could really get to me. And I, but I will say, I guess maybe I'm tough around the motherhood stuff because being a parent truly is a badge of honor to wear. It's not an easy thing. It's, it's the, it's, it's to me, it's, it's everything. It's, it's the greatest and it's the hardest. It's like, it fill your heart the most and break your heart the most. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, it's the all encompassing privilege that you can have as a human. And I just, it, I truly feel like nobody can, you know, part of my language, but nobody can fuck with me when I'm a mom because it's the thing I pride myself most in and I think I work at hardest and I know I'm going to mess up. You know, I had somebody tell me once that your kid's going to say that you fucked them up no matter what. Like if you're not there, they're going to say you didn't pay attention. <laughs> so to true. Over. If you're around them all the time, they're going to say you smother them. Like, so just, just, just let That's that me. go. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you're going to find a reason to hate you and go to therapy about you. Right. <laughs> like we didn't go to Disneyland, but once. Exactly. Uh, okay. <laughs> be something but 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 i i 
I'm okay with that because I know that I'm, I'm conscious and I'm constantly trying to evolve and be the best I can. And that's all we can be as, as people and as parents, you know? What's the thing that your husband did, does, did whatever that you think is like the most sort of underrated or like not everyone knows to do it, but like guys should all do this. Oh. You can tell guys anything. Like, what should oh. I be doing where you're like, Hey Jordan, you should be doing this. And I, any guy that'll listen, I would tell him, you know, do this. You know, when he sees me like, you know, running around and cooking and cleaning, he'll say to the, our boys, be like, Hey guys, did anyone notice then mommy did everyone's laundry today and put it away. How about a thanks for mom right now? And I just think it's so sweet because it's going it, to, they're going to be conscious of when people yeah. do nice things for them. Like he's always, he's like, Hey guys, did anyone say thanks to mom for that great dinner tonight? Like, and I never ask him to do that. And I, I never expected or look for it. And he does it randomly, but I really not, I re- appreciate it beyond just the gratitude of what I did from him, but just what he's teaching them. Yeah, that's good. I like I, that. I think I think something that Neil does that's, you know, not unique, but I don't know anyone else's story. But what he does is he literally will just drop anything when I need him. And it's never, um, you know, I, I, can't, I can't really do this right now. Or he doesn't complain. He Like when I truly need him, he will drop anything, uh, whether it's an important work meeting and he will reschedule and he doesn't ask questions and because I don't do it often. So like he knows that when I'm really asking him to skip yeah. something or like do something during work or whatever it is, he just knows that it's important. He doesn't ask questions and he just listens. And that's good. Thing is just the, an incredible valuable part of a relationship, especially when you have kids. Yeah. I think that's good. I think I'm guilty of like the, yeah, I'll be right there. And I know that that's super crappy to do that because my no, wife's that's like- that's normal. That's, I, I'm not- okay. That's like steam out of the kettle. You got to take that breath sometimes. That's okay. Yeah. I feel guilty about it sometimes, right? Like, cause I'm, cause I can just tell that Jen's like, dude, I'm not asking you because I want your company. I'm asking you <laughs> because I have a baby and a kettle and there's like yeah. dirty dishes yeah. and there's like chocolate on the floor or we hope it's chocolate on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Like, you never know. <laughs> you know, like not asking you because I want you to like stop reading, you know, like, yeah. So I feel a little bit guilty being like, all right, you know, like a little bit grumbly, but Trust me, I, we do it the, yeah. on the other end. We, oh, we puff sure. and puff with you guys too. We're like, oh, what now? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. true. I do notice that. I, I just, I try to cut my way like way more slack than I probably ever did before. Mm-hmm. I probably should have cut her plenty of slack before, but now I'm like, okay. Especially if I want another kid, which I do, I can't be like, hey, can you, ma- oh, you got the wrong kind of, cereal like i just all that stuff is like done like you can't do that crap anymore nothing flies that's great actually that's that's good that you have recognized that and you don't nitpick on the stupid small things that will set us fucking moms like off i use i used to do that in 2020 hindsight it was for like attention because my parents were like not around right they were like Mm. working so Mm. when i'm like my wife jen will say oh what'd you think of this and i'll be like oh i don't know i mean i kind of like wanted this other and before she would be like uh okay and now that she has a kid she's like i will cut you yeah and i'm like okay this is justified like yeah i i realize it with two kids it's going to be more than twice as hard because elite like right now she has a, f- a free arm in theory right like mm-hmm. but when there's two it's just like you're you can't the wrong kind of cereal is like the not even not even oh. making the list of like the bullshit that no. is going to go wrong 
So I, I'm just trying to be like really conscious of like not doing that, not being like, oh, hey, did you remember to do this thing? You get like, your own cereal, Jordan. Yeah, pretty like okay. that kind of thing. Like I should just sort of like think ahead a little bit more because r- right now it's like, oh, she sort of takes care of the house and I take care of the other stuff. Now mm-hmm. it's like, okay, all bets are off. Everybody has to take care of everything because there's just yeah. too much stuff going on with two kids, I can imagine. And, and I don't even understand people who have like three and four kids. I'm like, what are you doing? Your, your life must be like an absolute, it must be like Bosnia 1995. Like, how do you take care of anything? How is anything you know not broken and like working? My brother has five kids and while it can definitely be chaotic, because I, I say to my sister-in-law all the time, like, I don't, I don't get it. She's like, you would be surprised how much they take care of each other. Yeah. There's very little entertaining she needs to do. And for me, that's the most exhausting part is like balancing the playing with them because my kids aren't play with yourself play by myself type kids like I yeah. have to be on the floor I am on I'm on my floor more than I am standing <laughs> in a day like that, meanwhile that meanwhile your sister who's um, your sister-in-law who's birthed five children was also on what show like like he's talk about, about to be on American Ninja Warrior what wow okay so talk about like mom hero we need to have her on but anyway, oh my god we do before Jordan before we wrap up this section yeah. we are going to make you share a shitty daddy did they warn you about oh that? yeah they did yeah and I, I I was like which one do you want yeah. <laughs> oh as wonderful as this time of year is well let's talk about it this whole year it's just been stressful and the stress of daily life the stress of 2020 has been weighing on us all and whether you are an elite athlete or just a regular person trying to get through the day muscle pain and muscle tension is a real thing that's why for years i have been using theragun the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth speed and power and then now it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. You can watch The Bachelorette and Theragun your legs. The all-new Gen 4 Theragun has a proprietary brushless motor that is so quiet, you will wonder if it's even on. So why don't you try Theragun for 30 days? There is no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with an OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and power you need. Starting at only $199. So go to theragun.com slash mama right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash mama, theragun.com slash mama. Buying gifts for the people in your life just gets harder and harder. Right, Milo? Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I've actually caught myself wandering the sock aisle in desperation the last couple years. But this year, I'm glad to have found Beta, the store that has something for everyone, even my little kiddos. Beta prides itself on finding the new products you can't find anywhere else. They have an amazing kid selection. They have e-bikes, which are all the rage. They have scooters to accessories that make your home office more fun to kitchen gadgets that help you prepare amazing meals. So this year, I'm going to be the greatest gift giver of all time. Right, Milo? Yes. So you guys can be too. Just use the coupon Mama Said in store or online for $20 off just about anything. Find Beta online at beta.com. That's B-8-T-A.com or at one of their two dozen stores in cities like New York, San Francisco, Chicago, and Boston. Thanks for serenading, Milo. Again, that's code Mama Said to get $20 off just about anything. Get it online at beta.com or in store. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. 
Not that Jenna and I are experts by any means, but we do have a couple of years on you in parenting and we are women. Are there any questions you want to ask the two of us? Is there anything, anything you want to know, you know, whether it's from the wife's perspective or what's to come? My question was really that one where I was like, what's the number one thing that you would tell any guy who would actually listen? Because I'm like, I'm listening, right? So if you have any yeah. more of, of that, I'm all ears. I like your your previous, I mean, I like have notes uh, basically yeah. of, of this. Like, And I definitely, it's been re- good to reflect on this because, you know, I asked my wife, she's like, it's fine. And then, or if she's in a bad mood, she's like, oh, where do I begin? But you want to get like a good neutral like what, what does matter, you know, what can be yeah. improved kind of, kind you know of what? You know, what's happened a handful of times and I only wanted them a handful of times in my, my seven years of being a mom, because they are always a surprise is my husband has arranged here and there, like a night away from me, for me with a girlfriend or arranged something with my friends where I know it took some planning on his end And I know that he was communicating with people that are important to me. And sometimes because there's so little time to focus on yourself when you're a mother, to know that not only did my husband, but like women that I love and care about, like conspire to make Mm -hmm. something special for me, whether it was a dinner or an evening away, whatever it is, those things literally last me like a year or two years until the next one happens because it's just, it's just those moments to connect, but it just, it really shows me how much like my husband values, um, my happiness and my other relationships. And, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just always been my favorite thing. So if you can ever do that for your wife. Yeah, that's really good. You know what my wife and I do every night, this is like a silly little thing that I got from like my buddy, who's like a corporate coach. He does it with his wife. So during we do it during bath time because we're both doing that at the same time with the the kid. But um, we do three, it's called three amazing things. You share three amazing things that happened that day and they, you have to stretch and find it. Cause everyone's like, Oh, there was only like nothing happened or there's only one thing that happened. You have to be like, no, like my Chipotle arrived and they gave me an extra thing of guac. Like that counts, you know, or Definitely. like, you know, uh, the babysitter showed up half. An, yeah. I found a dollar. The yeah. babysitter showed up half an hour early and was like, whatever, I'm already here. Cause traffic was light. Like those things count. Yeah. So we do that. And then in that mix is the last one is what something that, and we made this one up, but it's one thing that your partner did well that day. And oh. so it can even be like, Oh, you like, went to the store and you got everything and you like made that happen. And then you get your Peloton ride in and that was so you felt awesome. And then you were like bouncy and bubbly the rest of the day. Like, cause you will often notice things about your partner that they don't even notice. Mm-hmm. And also that they do that is always unappreciated. Cause you have to think of something. You can't be like, ah, nothing today. You, you can be like, Oh, you did a really good braid in your hair. That was one, which seems lame, but she was like, Oh, you noticed that's amazing. Uh-oh. And I was like, yeah, I noticed because normally you just never say anything. Like, why would you do that? You know, I also drill. feel like it might, because you do that every night, it might make you notice things that you've sure. you got to take notes. You put them in the bank. So like, and and I like, love oh. that. You're, you're taking positive notes all day mm-hmm. long, kind of like subconsciously. And I think that's great. That's yeah. Cool. That. I, that's I recommend really cool. that. I recommend I'm, that for I everybody. Feel that. I, you know, it. I did with my son. This is good for your son when he's older. I make him every night say his favorite part of the day and something... Uh, his favorite part of the day, which is kind of trying to teach him gratitude, 
Um, and then it does he have a question of the day? Because I never, good. I never want him to go to bed like wondering something that maybe he was confused about or whatever. And we do that every single night. Uh, that's good. I bet you get some questions that are hard to explain. Like, why is oh. why does Jake's mom always yell at him? And you're like, oh goodness, this is going to be a long conversation. Yeah, yeah. no, you could do a TV. Sometimes are really tough. My favorite thing is though, every time before the question, for some reason, he always has to go, "Mama," and then he'll ask the question. Ah, that is so cute. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, this was really fun to talk to you about. I mean, I know you're yeah, such this is fun interviewer and stuff, but. Um, it's always lovely, like Jenna said, to hear things from a dad's perspective, a new dad, and you really sound like you're killing it and you're such a, an aware and conscious human and husband. And now we're going to make you share yeah. the shitty daddy story. So, yeah, on that nice compliment, here's me being a terrible, yes. terrible parent. Shitty mommy! My kid is, he was probably, Jaden was maybe, I don't know, like seven months old at this point in time, eight months old. I don't know. And I like to push him up above my, so it's hard to explain on a podcast, but like you kind of like pick him up and you push him up above your head yeah. and he's like flying. Yeah. And a lot of dads do this. And I see like other dads, they're like oh, throwing no. the kid up in the air and the moms are like, don't do that. And dads are yeah. like, ah, whatever, I got this. So, and you already see where this is going. I didn't drop him. So I, I got that going for okay. me. Most dads okay. probably do that. I'm, I haven't done that yet, knock on wood. Yeah. But um, I was picking him up and putting him down and picking him up and he's laughing, he's laughing and laughing. And my wife goes, don't do that. I'm like, I got it. He's laughing, he's laughing, he's laughing. She goes, You're, he, he's going to get hurt. Don't do that. I'm like, he's fine, he's fine, he's fine. And then I pick him up and I, I turn to the right and then I pushed him up again and we have these like low hanging kind of lamp sconces or whatever you call uh-huh. them. And there's this clung and my wife goes, what was that? And I go, nothing. And then of course he immediately starts crying and I'm like, way oh. to give it up, Jaden. So he starts crying and she's like, what was that? And I was like, nothing. I hit my arm on something and he got scared. Cause I don't want to be like, I hit his freaking yeah. head on the lamp. It's like and- soft, very delicate head. I know. I felt awful. And With he, the soft spot. I know. Still, I, I was kidding. like, oh my God, where did it go? Luckily, it was like on the back. And I was like, okay, we're probably good. And then he stops crying. You know, he's like, okay, mom picks him up. I'm like, okay, good. No prolonged crying. That's like, yes. so it's not like an injury. Yeah. He was just scared. And then she goes, I'm going to check the Nest Cam. And I go, oh, shoot, we have Nest Cams in the oh. living room for like security and everything. So, of course, she, there's a video of me just being like, bang. And yes. Clanging it didn't matter. You were like, she had to have laughed. I she, like. she laughed and she did the little snippet thing and sent it to like all of our yeah. family yeah. and all of our friends. She's like, yeah. father of the year right here, <laughs> smashing our son into like a lamp, like a dangling lamp in the middle of the living yeah. room. Not like a chandelier, but like a, like a, those things that hang over like your yeah. kitchen table. I forget. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a pendant, like a scone. Yes. Yes. That, yes. A pe- that exact thing. That exact same thing. And of course, it's like the video, it's like cling, crying, and the lamps like swinging back yeah. and forth in the video. And I'm just like, this is so, this is so incriminating. Like anybody else who has this is going to be like, this is a terrible, yeah, stupid man right. who should know oh, my kid. Oh my God. You know how many times that's happened to me and my husband and all <laughs> oh of us? Like- my son, when he was not even two years old, has having a tantrum bow and leapt out of my arms. <laughs> And fell right in the part where in between a rug and a rug in the hardwood floor. Like, oh, boom. 
Oh. And I was the one that was inconsolable crying. Like, oh gosh. When my son, when my son was like three months old, my, my husband was carrying him up brick stairs and my husband tripped. And what broke my husband's fall was my son's head going into the iron stair um, oh, handle. Oh my God. And I rushed him to the doctor and he had like a design in his head. <laughs> Um, like the stairway, like really beautiful ironwork in his head for like a few days. Oh, That's really terrible. Bad. I shouldn't Neil, laugh because it could have been so about bad. Oh, it's, now you know. It happens to all yeah. of us. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. That's, that's You're pretty bad. You're a good bad. dad. And a so far. So you far. Are. I do worry though because my, my kid now, he like loves this game where you pick him up and then you, he push, he takes his feet and he puts them against my chest oh, and he springs yes. backwards because he knows, he's like... Every time this has happened, yes. dad just goes and like yeah. catch it, push me down and then pulls me back up. And I'm like, I don't always have a good grip on you. Like, I can't yeah. explain this to you, Jaden. Every time you do that, there's like a one in five chance that you're just going to go flying out of my grip and head first into like our hardwood flooring. And I'm just kind of waiting for that to happen. And of course, it's going to be on camera when it does. Of course. Oh, well, and we can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Jordan, again, what a pleasure it was to have you with us. Thank you so much, you guys. The Jordan Harbinger Show. Um, it's an, you. You're such a great interviewer. And thank you, truly. And thank you so much again for coming on Mama Said. And we will leave you with a Mama Said. Remember, there is no need to be perfect to inspire others. Let people get inspired by how you deal with your imperfections. Oh, I like that. I love that. Thanks so much for listening to Mama Said. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Alex Inber, Will Sterling, and Steve Delamater. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week. We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are OxyClean. Go to OxyClean.com slash try me for a free odor blaster sample while supplies last. Child Life Essentials Elderberry Super Immune Soft Melts for 10% off. Use the code Mama Said on iHerb.com. Meter. Get 15% off with code MAMA at M-E-A-T-E-R dot com. Go to beta.com and enter code MAMA SAID to get $20 off just about anything. Head and shoulders. Check out their Supreme Collection, which restores the skin's natural healthy balance to unlock the best version of your hair and scalp. Theragun. Go to theragun.com slash mama right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. And remember, all the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode. Bye, guys. Let's face it. In today's uncertain times, simple conversations about your health can have powerful results. There's something you are likely eating every day. It can negatively affect your waistline, complexion, and overall health. On the Dr. Gundry podcast, Stephen Gundry, a renowned cardiothoracic surgeon and New York Times bestselling author, cuts through the BS to help you make better health choices. You have the ability to heal yourself if you Give yourself the right ingredients to do it with. Dr. Gundry has spent the last 20 years empowering people around the world to help reverse and prevent some of our most serious ailments through the power of diet and lifestyle changes. You will change 90% of you. You will be a brand new you. Tune in to the Dr. Gundry podcast to start your health journey. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Because I'm Dr. Gundry, and I'm always looking out for you.